3: number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emory moss on the program that's as good as its name bible talk where we deal with hermeneutics systematic theology and of course kingdom of the cults and biblical prophecy and right now I think that biblical prophecy is something that we really need to consider very strongly because I do believe, I do believe that Jesus Christ may come back real soon. Am I a date setter? Absolutely not. No way, Jose, would I ever attempt to tell you when Jesus is coming. Why? Because I don't know. (laughs) And to be honest with you, nobody knows. I know people debate about it, talk about it, but um, often their debates are not... Uh, cannot overcome one thing that Jesus clearly said, clearly taught, And if we look at the Gospels, which we're going to do today, we will understand why Jesus, now this is, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus, what did Jesus teach about date setting? That's what we want to know, okay? And and that, that question can only be answered by going to the Bible, right? What did Jesus teach about date setting? And so once we find out what the Bible says about it, okay, then we have to abide by it. Why? Because the Bible is the inspired Word of God. Everything we teach must be based upon biblical teaching. So what did Jesus teach about date setting? If you're interested in that, stay on the line. Well, I mean, you know, keep listening. (laughs) You can call in any time. And understand, if you call with a question that is not on my subject, hey, that's okay. Uh, we like to cover a lot of bases here on the Bible Talk program. So if you have a biblical comment or question at any time, you can give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And the voice you'll hear when you do call in is the voice of that that healthy and handsome young man, okay, Luke. That's right, guy's got a biblical name. (laughs) You can't get no better than that on radio. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. What did Jesus teach about date setting? Well, our Lord was quite emphatic in teaching about his return in at least five passages, okay, And, and, and even more passages if parallel passages are included. Jesus, now listen to this, Jesus specifically warned the disciples and believers against date setting. Let me say that again. Jesus specifically warned the disciples and believers against setting dates. That's right. Jesus Christ himself. So, and I'll tell you what, I'm not about to tamper with something that Jesus Christ himself taught. If Jesus said it, then it's true, right? Let's go on. Yet, as we have seen, even though Jesus okay, specifically warned the disciples and believers against date setting, yet, as we have seen throughout church history, there have been an amazing amount of date speculation, right, where people were naming dates. Jesus emphasized prophecy and the understanding of it. Yes, we should read about biblical prophecy. Uh, the book of Revelation should be read by everyone, and it should be preached in churches. I am shocked that some of my colleagues, that fellow pastors, do not, even, don't, do not even want to teach on the book of Revelation. They say, it's too complex. Oh, no. If God calls you to preach, he will give you the illumination to teach every book of the Bible, and as much as illumination can give you, even about the book of Revelation. Understand, you don't have to know everything, but what you do need to know is preach what God has given you, and there's not a book in the Bible that was not intended to be preached from the pulpit, okay? Number to call, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. 423 area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. to be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Once again, Jesus emphasized, emphasized prophecy and the understanding of it in his teachings. He did not avoid or dismiss its revelation. He did just the opposite he emphasized its importance in understanding his life and ministry. Yet he did explain that there are some aspects of the future that cannot be discerned with decision, okay? So basically, th- there are things that Jesus didn't tell us, right? His return is certain. That is 100% accurately true. Jesus Christ is coming back. Woe to those who don't believe that he's coming. He is, okay? Says... His return is certain, but the precise moment is not. That's right. I agree with this author, right? That his return is certain, but the precise moment of it is not. Jesus understood the human longing for for knowledge of tomorrow, but he did not permit his followers to give in to soothsayer temptationness. That's right. He did not tell them the day or the hour, okay? Jesus was not a date setter at all. So those who set dates, friends, are messing with Jesus and what he taught in Scripture. Yeah. Now he said, Well, Pastor Mars, okay, you've introduced you've done your introduction. Where are you taking us? I'm taking you at least three or four places. First place, Matthew twenty four and thirty six. This is Jesus. This is now, under this is Jesus Christ. Your debate's not with me the date setter out there and I've had some people that were date setters told me that I was going to uh, not go to heaven let's put it let's sanitize it a little bit if I didn't believe this certain date or you know this certain view concerning the second coming okay uh, that for me to believe in a pre-trib rapture I was told okay, by, by, by some in the church that if you do not believe uh, if you believe in a, a pre-trib rapture not right, okay? because it's not going to be pre-trib, it's going to be something else, and in fact told me that that was heresy, that that's from the devil, no it isn't, the rapture isn't from the devil, pre-trib rapture isn't from the devil, mid-trib rapture isn't of the devil, nor is uh, post-trib rapture, all we know definitely is that Jesus Christ is coming, that we know, he's coming definitely back to the earth, but we don't know when he's coming, we don't, Jesus said we wouldn't. So I just kind of look at people and smile when they do not yield to these verses that we're about to look at now. First of all, Matthew 24 and 36. Yeah, Matthew 24 and 36. But of that day and hour. This is what Jesus says. This is concerning. Because his apostles, they wanted to know. Yeah. So if anyone, he'd tell them, right? But of that day and hour. No one knows. Now, that's what Jesus said. (laughs) Of that day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Now, there's a question, I'm sure, once I read that, that you have, right? Well, Jesus is God. Didn't he know? Let's hang on. Let's hang on. I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that humdinger for the end. Okay? But of that day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. So notice here, Matthew 24:36. 36, that day and hour, no one knows, okay? So the one thing I do know, you can uh, use all the dates you want, but you do not know when Jesus Christ is returning to the planet. You don't know that, okay. It is senseless to argue about it. It is senseless to call someone a heretic because they don't believe as you do. You're not a mid-tribber or a post-tribber. No, you are a believer in Jesus Christ who comes, and he comes as a thief in the night. Okay? It's not something to debate. It's not something to tell someone if they don't agree with you about your scheme of the Lord's return, that that's of the devil. Please stop it. Okay? Let us grow up and listen to what Scripture says. Matthew 24, okay, verse 42. Therefore... This is what he tells you to do, rather than reading all these books about setting dates and when he's going to come for sure and uh, the red moon and all that kind of stuff. What happens is, therefore, okay, he says, be alert, okay, be alert. Why? For you do not know which day your your Lord is coming. Let me read that again. Therefore, okay, be on, be alert. This is what Jesus says. For you do not know which day... Your Lord is coming. Is that clear? You don't know. You don't know when. So why are you arguing with someone about it, okay? And trying to uh, put them in the uh, heresy category if they don't believe, like you do, concerning when Jesus Christ is coming. Jesus says you will not know the day or the hour, right? Uh, so we have to be very careful. Okay? Let us save our thunder for people like the Jehovah Witnesses, okay, who t- teaches that Jesus came back invisibly, okay, in 1914, 1925. <laughs> Save it for them, okay, who believe that Jesus did not rise bodily from the grave, but rose as, as an invisible spirit creature. In fact, he was Michael the Archangel, so he just went right back to being Michael the Archangel when he rose. Save our attacks for heresy but not for something like this where the Bible gives liberty, right? Because it most certainly does. Right? Uh, Matthew 24, 40, 42, Therefore be on the alert. Oh, now, that is the key thing. Be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. You do not know. You get it? You do not know. And so, therefore, always be cautious of people who go beyond scripture okay? (laughs) because what we teach comes from the bible okay but once a person goes beyond that well let us put it this way as they say on the streets you're out there number to call area code 866-423-9578 we're going to take a break and we'll be right back
4: Information by dialing 800-372-2017. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-372-2017. 800-372-2017. 800-372-2017.
5: The old way of living with diabetes is a pain you've got to remember to do your testing and you always need to be sticking your fingers The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Center apply today for a free benefits check we offer free shipping 90 day supplies and we bill medicare or your insurance directly call now and say goodbye to finger pricks
3: 800-531-1550 800-531-1550 531 1550 that's 800-531-1550 a
6: moment of destiny from pastor paul shepherd No matter where you are in life, the Lord is with you. You have never shocked God in your life. Your circumstances have never shocked God. God has never been in heaven. Say, I can't believe this. Are you kidding me? Nothing has ever caught God by surprise. And God is so much God that it doesn't matter where you are. He can get you from where you are to where he's ordained you to be. Not only can he get you there, he'll make it work out where it looked like you were supposed to be where you are so he could get you to where you ought to be. Pastor Paul Shepherd is the senior pastor of Destiny Christian Fellowship in Northern California. The program is heard daily on radio stations across America and anytime at
0: pastorpaul.net.
3: Number to call area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air. Of Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. We've got Gary from Holly
7: on the line. How are you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Great subject. Um, we're reading Matthew and Luke, but there is in the Bible when Apostle John went to heaven, God told him when he is coming back in mm-hmm. Revelation 13. Can we read that?
3: Uh, uh, yes, tell me, the, tell me the scripture where he said we can know when he's coming yeah, back. Revelation chapter uh,
7: 6 through uh, 10.
3: Revelation chapter 6 and verse 10?
7: 13th 13, 13 chapter.
3: Okay, oh, 13, uh, 13 and 6, okay. Revelation 13 and 6, Gary says, let's see if that is what it says in scripture. Where it says, so this is in Revelation 13 and 6. And he opened well, he his mouth. Start started five. Started five. A big pardon. Started five. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Verse five.
7: Verse five.
3: So, so Revelation 13:5. Okay. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto them uh, to continue forty and two months. Okay. How does that give us the date when the Lord read down,
7: Read Read it gives it?
3: Okay, and he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of the life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Where does that tell us the time when Jesus will come back? Okay,
7: what that says is when the Antichrist comes, the only ones that won't worship the Antichrist are those in the land book of life, and that's the true church. So the true church is going to be here when the Antichrist is there. But it says the Antichrist will wear out the saints. The saints is the true church. So the Lord can't come back until he wears out the saints and before the mark of the beast.
3: There's nothing in this that talks about when jesus christ is coming back all this is talking you read about, it
7: carefully you'll see it says the saints will be worn out by 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 the antichrist and you. then also it I'll, says
3: li- gary i'm li- i listen to you the passage that you yes. have given us has nothing to do with when jesus is coming back this is talking about it those does. on the earth and going through the tribulation period so you have not proven your point sir this does not do it this has nothing nothing in this passage uh, talks about when Jesus is coming back. In fact, where we really see a description of Jesus coming to the earth, I'm sure you know, it's in Revelation chapter 19, when he comes back to the earth, with, of course, accompanied by the saints. That's what we have in Scripture. I thank you for calling. Got to move on. Number to call, area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Marx. In fact, Revelation 19 is a, a, a classic example uh, and description of the return of Jesus Christ to the earth, okay, where he actually comes down to the planet. Of course, over in other passages, 1 Corinthians 15, we hear about the rapture, and in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, where there's the rapture, and those believers on the earth are raptured up and go to be with the Lord. But regardless of that, what we need to recognize, to realize, to always emphasize, We do not know the day or the hour when Jesus comes. We shouldn't debate it. At least if we we do debate it, we need to do it in a friendly way because Jesus already said, no one knows the day or the hour. In fact, Matthew 24, verse 42, Jesus says, therefore, be on the alert. That's what he said. He said, be on the alert. Then he said this clearly, so clear. For you do not know which day your Lord is coming. That's right. Now, you can look at times and seasons, see what's happening in our world. And I'll be honest with you. If, if you are out there thinking like I do, as someone who studies biblical prophecy, I see a lot of things lining up. Okay? L- getting ready for tribulation, getting ready for the end. Look at how we're not able to stop wars from taking place. Look at our, our country, which is becoming more like Sodom and Gomorrah every day. And then look at the violence that is in the earth, that could existed when Noah was here, okay, both of which brought God's judgment. Wow, we see signs, but all the Bible is telling us is this. You don't know the day or the hour. Don't get beside yourself, okay, thinking that you know when the Bible clearly says you do not. And those are the words of Jesus Christ, okay, Jesus Christ himself, right? So, uh, uh, we... That's what we're talking about here. If you have any questions or comments on another subject, just remember, Bible Talk is you guys' program. So you can give me a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Beyond the Air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Marks, and we're going to talk to Jamie in Mississippi. Is this Jamie? Hey.
2: Yes, it is me, Pastor Musk. Thanks for filling out my uh, evaluation for my acceptance into Dallas. I got in.
3: Yay! <laughs> did I make you walk on water like I should have been all that?
2: Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Pastor Musk. But I, I did have a question for you. Um, I was dialoguing with a uh, gentleman, I, I use that term loosely, uh, who uh, is, an, is, a, is an Islamic fellow who actually went to first Corinthians thirteen verses nine through ten, and he was saying that basically the this verse, which I know it's not talking about that, of course, um but I just wanted your um, thoughts on it um, as far as it talks about and we know in part in prophecy, we know prophecy in part, but one uh, that is that is perfect comes that one that is in part shall be discarded. and so he's trying to say, well, you know the uh, the the perfect one that that came is the Quran, and so the Bible is done away with, which is very interesting because I'm like, oh, now you're listening to Paul. Now you, you have you know, so I just wanted your thoughts on First Corinthians uh, chapter thirteen, verses nine through ten, just to get your your thoughts on that.
3: Well, well, I tell you what, Jamie, it's very uh, strange that he would go to this verse to try to substantiate a position like he has, but. I do understand it for someone who's in in Islam because they don't care much about the Bible anyway. Okay, So they're seeing everything from the lens, from uh, their point of view, uh, and not, not really understanding what the Bible says. But here, in 1 Corinthians 13, which is our love chapter, uh, uh, doesn't support that at all. Which verse did you start at? Verse 8? Uh,
2: verse 9
3: and 10. 9 and 10, where it says, uh-huh. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Well, that's true, okay? Uh, the prophets who wrote uh, prophesied what God gave them, okay? They didn't tell us everything, but they did tell us what God wanted us to know, what could be revealed to us. Verse 10, But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But When I became a man, I put away childish things. And, quote, and, and then, I guess, verse 12, For now we see through glass through a glass, darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know, even as I also am known. And now by faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity or love. Well, what did he say about these verses?
2: Well, of course, he was looking at verses 9 and 10 where it talks about prophecy in part, but then something about when something complete comes, then the old is done away with. I'm like, that's not what the verse is talking about. So I wanted to get your your um your interpretation of those verses i'm like where are you getting that from so he's basically saying uh, prophecy in part meaning that the previous scriptures will you know be done away with and then into the perfect you know scriptures or whatever and i'm like i, I don't see that curse at all like what are you talking about so um yeah i just wanted your because um, it says so we know in part and we prophesize in part but when the completeness comes what is in part disappears so he's trying to take to those two verses and apply them to the Quran. So he's saying the Bible is the part, you know, the incompleteness, you know, the previous scriptures, but the complete, but when the completeness comes, that's the Quran, he's saying, um, what is in part disappears. So he's he's basically trying to allude to the fact that the Quran is the perfect revelation, but the previous revelations are those in part which is talked about in verse nine which like he's stretching but i just wanted to know what you thought about i knew that I, I told him i said well where does it say the quran in there there's this says nothing about the quran it's talking about prophecy well, so, you're exactly
3: right you know that there's some real jealousy that muslims have to have because they're really in a dilemma in that uh we know for a matter of fact that the Quran was written long after the Bible was already on the scene, and exactly. so in fact, what they do in many cases is borrow a lot of the things they get from the Bible. In fact, what they do is twist it because they don't understand it. They, and in, in, in fact, would uh, go so far as to look in the Bible and come up with things that goodness, the Bible doesn't even um, uh, uh, support at all. Okay, so 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 that. Uh, that's the trouble with their position. In fact, they believe, and uh, uh, Islam believes, that actually, that Adam and Eve, it's just some some, some real uh, uh, stuff that they think of that's not even in the Bible. That they uh, were in heaven. When it says they were in paradise, that means they, they were in heaven. And it's mm-hmm. not true. They were on the earth. So they okay. have totally misinterpreted it according to their own, uh, you know, uh, thinking. But then, What they miss is this. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But When I became a man, I put away childish things. But verse 12, this is where they run into a wall. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I also am known. Okay? Face-to-face, what is that talking about? Jesus Christ. When he comes, okay, he's the one okay, who is going to fulfill all the Old Testament prophecies. That's what we're waiting for. Okay, And that is something, of course, okay. that the Quran uh, uh, cannot have because they do not have a belief in the biblical Messiah.
2: Exactly, exactly. It's so amazing. And I told him, I said, well, why are you quoting the Apostle Paul? You guys think he's a deceiver. But, um, you know, I got to that later because I showed him even in his own Hadith that Paul was actually considered a disciple of Jesus. So I'm like, so how are you guys, you know, totally um, saying bad things about Paul? One minute you're saying bad things about him, and the next minute you're quoting him. You know? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So, okay, so Pastor
3: Walsh, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And that's what happens in the kingdom of the cults, uh, my dear, as you see. They will twist things and uh then believe things that have nothing to do with evidence historical or theological. Thank you for calling and God bless you in your endeavor in school. That number to call. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss looking at a favorite subject of mine, which is of course eschatology. Okay? Uh, and the Bible in general, but ooh, now is the time I believe to start talking more and more about the future, because I'm not a date setter. But my goodness, I think it's time to look up, because Jesus is coming. Uh, I'm not a date setter. Won't trap me into that one, okay? Because the Bible is so clear, very very clear, and it's like the Bible is so clear that in some cases, to come against it shows that you just don't want to believe. What the Bible says in Matthew 24, what else can you say? Jesus says, for this reason, be you ready to for the son of man. Now, this is what Jesus said. What do you want me to do for this reason? OK, you be ready too for the son of man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. That's what the Bible says. Okay? He's coming at an hour when you do not think he is. In order for me to believe in a date that you give uh, or that you believe is in the Bible, you've got to get around what Jesus said, okay? He comes at a time when you might you might not think he's coming. You've got to be ready when he comes, right? Notice uh, Matthew 25, goodness gracious, 13. Be on the alert. Okay. That's what Jesus said, okay? Don't okay, care what people say, okay? It comes a point, Christian, where you and I have to realize or recognize that what I believe comes from the Bible. Now, if your interpretation of it is right, I'm on board. But if it's not, you've got to tell me what these passages mean other than what Jesus is saying, right? Because, I mean, it's overpowering here. Matthew 25, okay, and verse 13, Be on the alert. (laughs) That's what he said. For you do not know the day or the hour. That's Christ talking, okay? Not me. That's him. Yeah. So definitely you won't find me writing any books on uh, the time when Jesus will come. I've calculated it. Uh, when the red moon turns into a black moon, he's coming. There's no stuff like that. Put books like that down. Anybody who tells you and sells a book to you on when Jesus is coming, I know for sure. Use it to light your barbecue fire, okay, <laughs> to, to cook you some food, but not for theology, because Jesus teaches against it, okay? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have any questions for me about the Bible at all, friends, there's time to call them in. It might be on the subject I'm dealing with. It might be on another subject. It might be a question I can't answer. It might be a question I might have to go into research to answer but i will do that for you on the bible talk program because that is my job okay number to call area code 866 we're going to take a break and we'll be right back
6: as the world is being affected by a global food crisis families in the poorest countries cannot afford to eat every day With your loving gift, you will provide life-saving food for families and mothers like this.
5: I ask God for help for my children and to give us bread to have something to eat.
6: For over 40 years, Food for the Poor has worked with local ministry partners to bring life-saving food to hurting families. Thanks to generous people like you, but now more than ever, your help is needed to give food to truly starving families. Will you give a gift of $144 to provide a family of four life-saving food for the next year? Would you answer the prayer of a mother and a family in desperate poverty right now? Will you give right now by clicking the Give Food banner at faithtalkdetroit.com or simply calling toll-free 855-849-4673. That's 855-849-HOPE. Thank you. Were there any rituals at your wedding? Weddings have little rituals, like exchanging wedding rings or lighting a unity candle. Many modern stepfamily weddings include the blending of the family sand ceremony, in which each adult and child pours a vase of sand into a larger vase, signifying the new family. Where couples need to realize the sand symbolizes their journey into love, but it's just the beginning for the kids and the entire family. The ceremony doesn't create familyness; Life does. The trick is to remain dedicated to the process of merging your sand while embracing your evolving mosaic as a family. Pour yourself in and trust God with the process of becoming family. For Family Life Blended, I'm Ron Deal.
4: To find out more, visit FamilyLifeBlended.com. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing, and when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's hi, hi! These are the people who are passionate about your success and will work 24-7 to deliver real customers to you and your business. Why would you trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Get nationwide experience, resources, and results. Learn more about Salem Surround at surrounddetroit.com. That's surrounddetroit.com.
2: FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app, or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. Hey, son,
0: how are you feeling?
6: Um, I'm fine, pops.
0: What's on your mind?
6: I just,
3: I can't explain it.
0: When your kid can't find the language, find the lyrics. Start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ed Council and Pivotal Ventures. This is Pastor Kirk of Calvary Chapel Waterford at Your Neighborhood Church. I would like to invite you to our new radio program, Change Your World, right here on Faith Talk, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. Or you can join us live at our church, Calvary Chapel Waterford, 183 South Winding Drive, Waterford, Michigan. All the donuts you can eat, and you don't have to believe the thing we say, but it could change your world. Check us out at yourneighborhoodchurch.org. Jesus
4: saves New world. In a job that I love
0: because I was given a chance
7: to show that my disability
0: is only one part of who I
7: am. Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For
4: more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org.
5: You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station.
3: code 866 area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss, looking at the return of Jesus Christ, but looking at the fact that the Bible clearly says you will not know the day or the hour when our Lord returns. That is very, very clear in the text, which is overlooked by some who argue tooth and nail about whether it's going to be pre-trip, mid-trip, post-trip. Listen, it's wonderful to have a friendly debate about it, but at the end of the day, we do not know when because of the fact that it was not revealed to us. Those who think they do know do not really have a good grasp on the Bible because it's very clear in all of the passages uh, uh, that I've read so far and in any more that we could find. We do not know the day of God. And I think it's done on purpose. Uh, It has a real Christian connection to it, because we are supposed to be ready whenever he comes. That keeps us focusing on things that are spiritual, not physical, that will determine how much we give, okay, to support the Lord's work. If you really, really were convinced, okay, that Jesus could come back at any time, and then we look at a world which is so preoccupied with unbelief and sin, oh, it would really prompt you to be more diligent in your Christian giving and in your Christian service, right? So remember, okay. he comes as a thief in the night. That's something else we could talk about. But right today I'm focusing on the fact that comes as a thief in the night means you don't know when he's coming. So you've got to be always ready, always ready. Now, now there's something here we've got to deal with before we leave this subject, right? Go, if you will, in your Bibles. Mark chapter 13. And if you don't have a Bible with you and you're listening to the Bible talk program, slap yourself. Just not too loud. Don't want anybody else to hear it. But you need a Bible if you're listening to this program. Because just like when I preach, I preach out of the Bible. And when I teach, I teach from the Bible. That's what Strictly Biblical, my friends, is all about. And by the way, for more information on Strictly Biblical, especially if you'd like to become a part of our Monday night Bible study, which we have every Monday, where we're dealing with the Faith Defender series, looking at all the cults and false doctrines that we can, and those particular studies, had a wonderful one just this past um, uh, Monday, and Monday night uh, Bible study is the time for it. Now, this coming Monday, we won't be having uh, a Bible study in the evening, but still, you can call area code 313-933-9270 to find out the directions to uh, go to get there when we do have our Bible study up and running, okay? Uh, be ready to deal with apologetics and to learn how to defend the faith because uh, that is what the Monday night Bible study is dedicated to. Notice here, over in Mark chapter 13, verse 31. Hang on to your seats now. Very interesting here. It says in Mark chapter 13, verse 31, Jesus says, once again, the words of Jesus Christ. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Then he says this, But of that day and that hour knoweth no man. So why are people arguing about it? I I mean, a person who would argue about the second coming, I would have to say this, and I don't say this in a put-down sort of way. I'm just saying it generally. A person who would argue or think they know exactly when Jesus is coming Okay, is someone who really does not know their Bible. They really haven't read it well. Yeah, And because here we have something that they're ignoring, okay? because it doesn't get clearer than this. It does not get any clearer than this. In Mark chapter 13 and 32, where Jesus says, but of that day and that hour knows no man. That's what he says. And then he went even further. Okay, which gets us into a slight dilemma we might want to look at, right? But if that day and that hour knows no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, Okay, the angels don't know. The angels in heaven. Now, <laughs> if God hadn't told the angels, what makes you think he's going to tell the Jehovah Witnesses and these other guys who've been out here predicting when Jesus is going to come? Saying that he's coming in 1914. He's coming in 1925. If, If he didn't even... Tell the angels which are in heaven, why is he talking to you, okay? Remember, you don't know the day or the hour. My, let me read the whole thing. Here in verse 32 again, Mark 13:32. But if that day and that hour knows no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son but the Father. Okay. Wait a minute. So you mean the Son doesn't know? Jesus doesn't know? Well, I thought Jesus was God. God knows everything, doesn't he? Ah, I see how you're thinking, okay? I see how you're thinking, okay? But before we get too far in that direction, let's understand something, okay? When Jesus was on earth, the Word was made flesh, right? He was God in human form, okay? So he was fully God and fully man, okay? And there were things in particular, the some of his godly powers uh, were restricted because of his humanity. So he was fully God and fully man. Had to be, okay? He had to be fully God, fully man in order to die. He died on the cross as a man because, as you know, God doesn't die, Now, what happens is when Jesus rose from the dead, then all of a sudden he was able, he was able to use, once again, all of the powers of his deity that were given to him. Now, some of you say, well, Pastor Mars, where do you get that from? Are you just making this stuff up? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not making it up. When Jesus rose from the dead, all right, okay. we see that he was able to exercise uh, complete authority that he had uh, with the Father, that, that he could do. Okay, Remember, in order for him to die, he had to become a man and yield himself to what we yield to in terms of death. Okay? He was sinless, the sinless lamb. But definitely, uh, yeah, he had to limit himself in what he would do. But when he rose from the dead, notice, it says in Matthew chapter 28, this is what Jesus said, okay? verse 18, okay? Matthew 28:18. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Okay? Now, here's something for the anti-Trinitarians. I know you're out there, but I'm sorry. This verse is very powerful. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. The only way you can have all power is to be all-powerful, and that is to be God. Okay? That is why there's one God who exists as three eternal persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Okay, Different in office. Okay? and in person, same in essence and in substance, right? Just like one times one times one equals one, okay? That's what we have with the doctrine of the Trinity. Trinitarians, friends, are not polytheists. We are monotheists. We believe in only one God, okay? Yeah, and here we get insight into the Godhead. We're in verse 18 again, Matthew 28:18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power... Is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Wow, that is exactly what Jesus said and exactly what he meant. Now, so but what about the passage which says Jesus said he didn't know? Well. The Bible has an answer for that. Remember, when he rose from the dead, then all of the powers of his deity could be exercised, right? So they asked him before, and what he told them was okay, that he didn't even know. Okay? That's what he said then. He didn't even know. Okay? That was before he rose from the dead. That was before the resurrection. Okay? That was before he went to the cross. Now, after he was resurrected, we see something else happening over in Acts. Acts chapter 1, right? At verse 4, it says this. Acts 1 and 4. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. That's what he told them at first. But he says, and this is Jesus, Acts chapter 1, verse 4. But wait for the promise of the Father, which saith, he, You have heard of me, for John truly baptized with water, But you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Then verse 6, okay? And, oh, the disciples were dying to ask this question. Here is the resurrected Lord, right? He's rose from the dead, and he's talking to them before he leaves, right? And so here they bring up that question again. They bring it up. Verse 6, they just knew. (laughs) They just knew they would get an answer from Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Because you wouldn't ask a question if you did not think you would get an answer, right? So here, you ask, chapter one, verse six. When they therefore would come together, they asked of him, saying, "Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Okay? Are you going to restore the kingdom? Are you going to set it up now? Okay? okay. How long will we have to wait before this happens? These are his disciples asking him. Okay. And Jesus didn't say, okay, that He didn't know, okay, because now he said when he rose from the dead, remember, all power in heaven and in earth was given unto him, okay? So he knew. But what did he say? Notice. (laughs) Let's look at it again. And imagine, no doubt in your mind, what the apostles felt like asking this question, especially after they got Jesus' answer. Verse 6, Acts 1 and 6, When they therefore were come together... They asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Boom, right there. Now you see why Pastor Emery Moss, Jr. does not debate in loud argumentative debates with someone about pre-trib, mid trip or post trip. Yes, I'm a pre tribber but I don't debate it. Because I don't know when he is coming. Okay? I don't think either the views are unbiblical, okay? Because he's going to come back when he gets ready to come. Okay? And this that is something that we can debate but not divide over. It is a wasted discussion. It is a waste to spend too much time on it. Okay? Why? Because Look at what Jesus said following this, right? He said in verse 7, Acts 1, 7, And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in your own power. Okay? Verse 8, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. What did he tell them? He said, Stop trying to figure out when I'm coming and get to work. Your job is to spread the gospel. Your job is to be a missionary. Your job is to teach scripture. Your job is to spread the gospel. Not worry about when he's coming back. That's what he said. He didn't even tell him. Okay, he knew then. Okay, he knew then because he got around. Because what? Because what he said in verse seven, right? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know. Because he knew the times of the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But you shall receive power. That's what we should be looking for. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and under the uttermost part of the earth. That's all he told them. And, verse 9, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up in the cloud and received them, out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Wow. Don't you love it? You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. We're not talking about the Christian science Jesus, or the New Age Jesus, or the Unity School of Christianity Jesus. We're not talking about those Jesus. We're talking about the Jesus of the Bible. He is coming back. You and I do not know the day or the hour, but you need to be ready always, because the Lord Jesus Christ is coming. That is is the final word of the Bible on this. Okay. And if you want to, you can continue in that crowd where they debate, call someone a, a liar or tell them that they're going to hell because they don't believe in pre trib, mid trib or post-trip. Uh, I think that's ridiculous, okay? Because he comes as a thief in the night, and no one, no matter what kind of calculations you use or graphs that you follow, is going to know when he's coming. Okay? It's designed to catch those who are not living a spiritual life all the time because she comes as a thief in the night. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. If you're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you do have questions, you better call them in quickly because our time runs out. As I always say to all of you in the listening audience, so much theology, so little time. My goodness gracious, that time does run out on us pretty quickly. But we're here Monday through Friday. I encourage you to be a part of it. And if you enjoy this radio outreach and you want it to continue on the radio, then what you can do is send donations to support us at 05877. That's zero. 0- Those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That's Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That is what keeps this radio program going. So remember, 05877, that's 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That is what keeps our radio program going, where I'm allowed to talk about a vast number. Subjects. In fact, I guarantee you, uh, if you stay tuned to this station. you a prophetic message yes but that doesn't turn you into a prophet where you start writing letters and sending it to people and saying, put that in the bible because <laughs> it doesn't work that way we've got to understand what the bible teaches okay? and that is what strictly biblical my friend is all about okay? so give us a call if you're interested in our ministry uh, our services on sunday our monday night bible study uh, uh, just give a call to area code 313-933-9270 Area code 313-933-9270. And you have a, a manager, wonderful manager there who will answer all your questions, tell you where we're located at the present time and how to get there and be a part of our services. All right. Now, if anybody wants to call in, you've got, oh, I don't know, I think Luke in the studio has his finger right now ready to push down. I don't know how close it is, but I know we don't have much, much time. Uh, Well, in fact, all we got is one minute. So you know what he's telling me when Luke, okay, that brilliant man, okay, okay, he knows what he's doing. He told me, in other words, he says, I better get out of here. So all I can say to you guys is remember that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Call us when you get a chance. Visit us if you can. But whatever you do, be strictly biblical. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. sponsored by Bible Boot Camp
0: Ministries. This is Pastor Kirk of Calvary Chapel Waterford at Your Neighborhood Church. I would like to invite you to our new radio program, Change Your World, right here on Faith Talk, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. Or you can join us live at our church, Calvary Chapel Waterford, 183 South Winding Drive, Waterford, Michigan. All the donuts you can eat, and you don't have to believe the thing we say, but it could change your world. Check us out at yourneighborhoodchurch.org. Jesus saved!
1: This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a Queen Premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen size. pillow
0: Faith Talk Detroit welcomes Dr. Daniel Huerta, author of Seven Traits of Effective Parenting and Christian music artist Rebecca St. James to Woodside Bible Church in Troy on Friday, March 10th. It's free and open to the public, but get your tickets online now at faithtalkdetroit.com. During this inspiring event presented by Focus on the Family, Dr. Huerta will break down each of the seven traits to give parents an honest look at their unique strengths, plus some areas they could use a little help. Rebecca St. James will join the conversation to discuss these empowering parenting tools to help you be the parent God is calling you to be. Admission is free. Go to faithtalkdetroit.com. Don't miss this special opportunity to hear from Dr. Daniel Huerta along with Rebecca St. James at Woodside Bible Church in Troy. Get your free tickets now at faithtalkdetroit.com and enjoy an evening of discussion, worship, music, and giveaways at Faith Talk Detroit's parenting event presented
3: by...
5: You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500.